It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports Nothing But Sports with Kent Sterling for Tuesday, October 15th, 2019. Brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best that there is at dentistry. Give them a call. Become his next new patient like I did 25 years ago. I've never looked back. 317-849-2933. The Pacers, they play their final preseason game tonight. At Bankers Life Fieldhouse, 7 o'clock against the Minnesota T-Wolves, the return of Jeff Teague. Love Jeff Teague. Noah Vonley here with the T-Wolves. For those Indiana fans who remember Noah Vonley fondly, that might be a big deal. I'm looking forward to seeing the Pacers play. Goga Patadza is going to go a little bit tonight. He has been injured through the first three games of the preseason. Tonight, he's going to get some run. That should be interesting. I'm really looking forward to this game. Some of the younger guys are going to get a little bit bit more time on the floor than they have. This team coming together. We spent some time earlier today with Nate McMillan and with Malcolm Brogdon. Here's our conversation with Nate. Coach, what do you want to get done tonight? We have everybody available, which uh, we haven't had uh, in our first three preseason games. So, uh, you know, we'll play our first unit uh, the first half and we'll get uh, our young guys, that second unit, a lot of minutes in the second half. Uh, Goga hasn't played in a preseason game or NBA game, so it's an opportunity uh, to get him some minutes. And uh, we want to get some of these new guys and uh, our, our bench a lot of minutes tonight. Not being available, has that set Goga back as far as being a rotational kid? Well, it has in the sense that uh, he uh, hasn't been able to pick up a lot of what we've put in. We've put in uh, a lot, uh, you know, during this training camp. And, uh, you know, he's missed a lot of that because he hasn't been able to go live. But, you know, we'll, we'll give him some minutes tonight. And, uh, you know, this will be his first NBA game. Uh, so I'm sure he's a little excited and a little nervous about uh, playing. And uh, we'll go from there. 
How have these guys been coming together and then kind of responding to you? How do you feel about this team as a unit? Well, it's been a good training camp. You know, we've had a good training camp. Uh, they picked, we've given them a lot of things, uh, you know, as far as offensively, defensively, what we want to do out there. Uh, they've had three preseason games to, uh, to play. Uh, not a lot of games. Uh, tonight will be our fourth and final uh, preseason uh, kind of warm-up uh, before season open opener. Uh, but they've worked hard. Uh, I think they've tried to uh, absorb as much as we've, uh, we've given them. And uh, we still have a lot of work to do. Does winning matter? I mean, you'd rather win than lose. But in the grand scheme of things, as you look ahead toward next Wednesday, do you care if you win? Well, you always play the game to win. You know, uh, the record is going to go 0-0, zero, zero, go back to 0-0 zero, zero, uh, come after, after tonight's game. So you always play the game to win, uh, you know, whether you're winning or losing in preseason. I think it depends on who you ask. And, you know, as far as uh, us, we've done some good things. Uh, you know, we take those games and we try to, uh, you know, learn from them and, and see where we need to, uh, you know, get work. Uh, we've been able to win all three games. That's good. Uh, and, you know, we just go from there. This seems like a team that is a really good team for Nate McMillan to coach. This this feels like a team that's going to respond well to you. Do you feel that way? I mean, obviously you have to feel that way, right? I, you know, all teams are different. Each year it's a different group, and, uh, you know, each year you get excited about the challenge of coaching uh, the new group of guys. And uh, we have, you know, uh, really seven new guys on this roster, really a, start, a new starting lineup. Uh, in the sense that, uh, you know, four of those guys uh, wasn't in the lineup last year, including uh, Domas. Uh, so it's a different challenge, uh, you know, for me. And, you know, each year you, you get uh, excited uh, with the change uh, and the challenge of uh, trying to get these guys to come together as a group and win some games. They seem like guys who will enjoy being challenged. Well, whether they enjoy it or not they're going to get <laughs> they're going to get challenged you know I, as, I think it's been a you know we've had a good training camp and uh you know they've worked hard to try to pick up uh you know all that we've given them in this training camp and you know after tonight's game you know the real deal starts on the 23rd so uh you know you know that's what we're working towards Brogdon's 20, 25, 26, 27. Does it seem like when I talk to him, I think I'm talking to a 50-year-old. Does it seem like that way to you? Yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's a mature kid, and he uh, understands, uh, you know, where he's at, uh, you know, as far as his career. He's coming to uh, a new situ- in a new situation, and, uh, you know, what they, he signed up for is to lead uh, the Pacers into the future, uh, you know, being that point guard. So, uh, he understands that. Uh, he, he wanted uh, that opportunity. Uh, you know, he chose to come here and play for us and, uh, you know, be a part of this organization. And, uh, you know, we're excited to have him on board. Thanks, Coach. Have right, fun tonight. Okay. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's Nate McMillan. Holding players accountable is what he does, and I think that that's what Kevin Pritchard has provided Nate McMillan. We alluded to it in the interview that the Pacers filled with guys who like to be held accountable, and these are guys who are going to be held accountable. This is a deeper team than the Pacers have had in the past with Nate McMillan as the coach, and I think that minutes are going to be at a premium, and guys are going to have to work their asses off to get those minutes tonight. 
maybe the Pacers wind up undefeated for the preseason. I don't really know what that means. I think we'll have forgotten all about that by the time the end of October comes. We hit Halloween. We'll be in the midst of the regular season, and we'll be talking about what the record is then, not what the record was in the preseason. Also spent some time with Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm, what do you guys need to do tonight? What do you want to show? Uh, we want to come out and compete, man. The goal is to win, but also in preseason, the bigger goal, I think, is to develop this chemistry, uh, to start putting the defense and the, the offensive sets and execution together. Have you ever been in a preseason that was really successful that kind of carried over to the regular season? Is it important to win? It's important to play well and to, and to develop good habits. I think that's the most important thing about preseason. This preseason, it's been kind of unique with a bunch of new guys together. That process continues. you got another week and a day to kind of gel and get ready for the regular season. Where are you in that process? Uh, you know, I think we're, we're right where we want to be. I think we've shown a lot of improvement since India coming back here, playing at home. Um, you know, I think we're making strides. I think a big thing for us is, is just, uh, you know, having everybody on the same page. Like you said, so many new guys. You've got eight, nine new players. It's going to be important for us to uh, understand each other's strengths and weaknesses and play to the strengths. Has anybody surprised you in, in the way they've kind of assimilated or the way you guys have kind of clicked? Anybody specific? Uh, just the, the group overall, the willingness to learn, to listen, uh, to put your ego aside has been, you know, shocking. You know, there are not many NBA teams, I think, that are like this, that have a bunch of guys that, that you know, as a group, we really want to win. Is that why you wanted to do this? Is that why you wanted to be here? You don't hear a lot of guys who say, I wanted to play for the Pacers. Absolutely. You did. This is a team you can tell by the way they play that they're together. Uh, that they have a certain level of unity that's, you know, on a higher level than most other NBA teams. They play together, and they're, you know, every night they come out, they want to win. That's the number one objective. That's Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon's just a great guy, and I swear to God it's true. You know, you talk to him, you feel like you're talking to a 50-year-old. You know, he's, he's 25, 26, 27 years old, something like that. But you talk to Malcolm Brogdon, and it's kind of like, all right, you're talking to an adult, and you feel a little bit like a kid. I'm over 50. So feeling like a kid with a guy who's in his 20s, I'm not really used to that. But I feel that way with Malcolm Brogdon, who is an adult in the room and really wanted to come to Indiana and play for the Pacers. That even goes back to when he was at Virginia coming out into the draft. He wanted to be here. You don't have a lot of guys in the NBA who want to be here. This is not a destination where free agents say, yeah, I'm going to go to either the Lakers, the Knicks, the Heat, or the Pacers. That just doesn't happen. Maybe it should, maybe it will. Goga Batadze tonight gets his first run for the Indiana Pacers. I think he's going to get a warm welcome from Pacers fans, and he should, because I think that this is the first step for him on that floor in becoming a fan favorite in this city. Goga Batadze, really, really good guy. Uh, LeBron James, I think he's got a lot of people upset because, look, fighting for social injustice isn't, a mat isn't something you engage in when it's convenient and only when it's convenient. And it seems like LeBron James is picking his battles where it makes financial sense to him rather than moral sense to him. It's not a matter of principle. It's a matter of pragmatics. LeBron James in his comments yesterday, yesterday about Daryl Morey saying that he hadn't been educated as to really what the ramifications could have been for LeBron James as he made that six-word tweet that got every, everybody's panties in a bunch uh, last week. Look, 
Freedom of speech is a freedom that's meaningful only when it's inconvenient. You know what I mean? Like convenience has they, they, everybody can speak freely when it's convenient or when they agree with with big power, right? It's standing up for something that is unpopular and maybe causes you a little bit of harm. You think of Muhammad Ali, right? Calling out the Vietnam War and, and saying he wasn't going to fight, becoming a, a conscientious objector and losing five years of his boxing career and five years of his earning potential. That was huge for Muhammad Ali. LeBron James could have come out against Chinese oppression and chose not to because it wasn't financially wise for him to do that. I said this a little bit earlier, and I don't know whether I'll regret saying it or not. And and by the way, I don't agree with taking a knee during the national anthem. That is something I would not do. I don't judge others who have done it. But Colin Kaepernick, by taking a knee and sacrificing his career in the NFL to raise awareness for police brutality against African-Americans, that a more American act than LeBron James backing the Chinese during this thing. And and by staying silent on the issue, that's what he's doing. He's backing the Chinese. He's not coming out and saying, hey, I'm all for the Chinese. And and what they do in uh, in Hong Kong and trying to get this law passed where uh, criminal suspects can be extradited to mainland China and, and stand trial there. You know what? By not coming out against it, LeBron James is backing the Chinese. I think that that and coming out against a guy who did nothing but say what he believed. You know what? That is un-American. That is American at at least at a lesser level than what Colin Kaepernick has done or what his protests have represented. Even if you don't like the form, you've got to agree to some extent with the message of Kaepernick's protest. Anyway, I have respect for Kaepernick because he has done what he believed, even if I don't agree with the methodology of the protest, right? I have respect for the guy sacrificing a lot in order to communicate his message. I have no respect whatsoever for LeBron James and his condemnation of Daryl Morey rather than condemning the practices of China because it's financially uh, beneficial to LeBron James. Baseball today, we got the Yankees and the Astros just after 4 o'clock, and then just after 8 o'clock, we've got the Cardinals and the Nationals. Cardinals, Nationals, this is, uh, you know what, you win or you go home for the Cardinals, the Nationals up 3-0 in that series, the Astros and the Yankees tied at one each. Can't wait to get down to Bankers Life Fieldhouse for tonight's game between the Pacers and the T-Wolves. I'm telling you, you're going to love this team. Tomorrow morning, something else you're going to love. Breakfast with Ked on Facebook Live at 8 in the morning, and then at about 8.15, it's on Periscope Live. We do two versions. It's a show so nice. We do it twice. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, 317-849-2933. Join me. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.